You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a product of Sack of Sin Entertainment. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and all other podcast locations. Or check us out at sackofsin.com or heypalwhatsnew.com. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like The Goop Podcast. You have been warned. Title of this episode of Hey Pal, What's New? Rich Guy Bathroom. Oh, yeah, I think we should. Why not? Hey, guess what, kids? It's Hey Pal, What's New? What's up there, Pringle Can? That's right. (laughs) I can't touch the bottom of a Pringle Can, but I can sure scrape the sides. That's right. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I'm Greg. That's John Alex over there. And we're here on a Friday night. Friday night. My butt's still white. <laughs> so you say, uh, 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 use oh, the tushy. Do, do you need me to get up on cam and show you my white ass? Oh, yeah. Uh, you could show me your white ass, but, you know, just don't show me the red eye. <laughs> oh, God. I'm fully embracing this old man shit. I'm looking at myself on camera. I'm like, I got the fucking old man hat. I got the old man beard. I got the old man gut. We are starting to look very much like our fathers now, aren't we? <laughs> uh, I don't know. My dad never had facial hair. No, you're right. He never did have facial hair. I don't think I've ever seen my dad with facial hair. No, no, that's true. I mean, I do look like my father with glasses. My father never really wore glasses. Right. Um, but yeah, no, we're looking very similar like our parents now. Yeah. Hey, how was your week? It's been interesting. Uh, <laughs> development's coming soon. But <laughs> yeah, it's been a wild. It's been a wild ride. Uh, Stay please. tuned for that off-air conversation somewhere down the road. Oh my God! Yeah, it's been like Mr. Toad's wild ride everywhere I go. Coming soon to a podcast near you, GBR Studios 3.0. 3.0. <laughs> well, you know, I I sent you that thing today. I don't mean to like interrupt your how was your week. But, no, sure. But I sent you that thing today because uh, my students, I was being asked about the silk screen I made for a permanent hangover shirt. Yes. My students, they were like, where can we listen? And I was like, you cannot. <laughs> and, oh. And they Googled it and found this guy called Permanent Hangover. And I was like, motherfucker. Oh, is that how you found that website? Yeah. My students were looking for Permanent Hangover, the band, and was like, I want to hear your music. And I was like, you're not going to find it. It's not out there. No. I was like, I have it. And like, can we listen? I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> the subject matter is a little I thought about it. The one song, Mall Rats, and it's like, one day I'll walk in with a gun and kill them all, everyone. I was like, you can't put that out now. That's not- I don't I don't think any of the songs uh, no. you can. I mean, you can send them Preppy Bitch. I re-recorded it and put it on an EP sure. of my other name. But Mall that- Rats you can get away with. Uh, up until that, one day I'll walk in with it. I think we need to redo all those songs and oh, yeah. make them more PC. Uh, yeah. I mean, we were the blazing saddles of freaking hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> one of my other favorite hardcore projects. Like, Back in the day, if you want to hit a back in the day. Oh, God. Uh, back in the days when I was younger. God 
damn it, we're old. There was a certain group of friends that I had that we would just play hard. We were in a hardcore band, yeah. right? Before Permanent Hangover, I was in the. I was playing drums in the Epileptics, mm-hmm. which was a classic. Um, I snort old cheese. I, or I yeah, I good old Rasa over to Nickelodeon boy. Are those I, tapes around anywhere? I have. I have the original, original, original one. Uh, it's. I think so, we need to digitize it. Oh yeah, it's somewhere in storage. Um, okay. It's, it's. You know what? It's so old and over. It's like barely legible. Like you can't like listen to it. It's just. I tried. Um, that's why I re-recorded Rigor Mortis. Okay. And I recorded the epileptic song and I recorded the permanent hangover song, um, for one of my solo EPs. Um, and oh, when we were doing all this stuff, we used to come up with just. It would be like a certain group. I would play bass or drums, and my friend Adam would play guitar, and my friend Joe would play guitar. We had just different people come in. My friend Tom played guitar. Um, and we would just come up with all different side projects. And my favorite one <laughs> was a band. We called ourselves the fucking Kill Yous. Yep, <laughs> yeah. I remember. Do you remember that? And it was just basically songs about people in school. Yeah. Like we would just pick random friends and make jokes about them. And oh, my God. And the singer was... My friend Adam's brother Jared, and Jared, he had such a high voice like this. He was like a little kid, and he was had a high voice, but he he could freaking cut you down. Ooh, like he would, uh, you could be a nineteen twenty year old guy, and he's this little kid with blonde hair, and he could freaking eviscerate you. So he was the singer. Um, <laughs> it was just like Jesus. all the songs were just about. Oh, what about this guy? What, that was a John is cool. Russ is not on the steps. It says smoke pot. <laughs> the old Maypack music. Yeah. And then we had other songs like uh, other projects like Inverted Cross, which was the Satan band. Burn the church. But that was the fun back in those days. Like you could be in like it was like forget the super groups of the grunge era. It was like locals had their own super groups. It was like, oh, we're all in this band. And three of the guys in that band have a friend who also plays who's not in the band. So we're going to just create another side band yeah. with that guy and just do completely different shit. Or like Guar, yeah, just have a completely different band and come out as your own yeah. warm up band. Or yeah, the X Cops, they they did that for a while, yep. which was cool. Um, yeah, it was just, back then, you know, before you know, kind of like an old man, but like before cell phones and videos and streaming and stuff. It was just like get a bunch of friends together. It, unfortunately for my parents, it was always in my basement, of course. Hence GBR, <coughs> Greg's Basement Records. Um, and Hashtag then, trademark, yes, insignia. Um, yeah, and we would just get together and just come up with weird bands and songs, and we'd just hit record on a boombox, record it, and then sell it. <laughs> well, I sent, I sent that guy an email, and I was like, hey, I really dig that you've named yourself after my old after my old punk band that I was in. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, here's a picture of our – here's our album cover. You're welcome. By the way, we have merch. Would you like to buy some? <laughs> he hasn't gotten back to me yet. But I said to my students, like, the fucked up thing is, like, I have the cassette. Yeah. And you see on the back of the cassette, it says recorded at Greg's Basement Records yep. for 1088. 88. Jesus. Wow. I was like, I wasn't even 16 yet. Nah, we just we would just get a bunch of friends together yep. and just record. And we had stupid, just write stupid songs. It was so much fun. I feel like now, I'm having a seizure because the titty lights just keep flickering. Yeah, the titty lights are definitely a distraction. So, yeah, uh, I, not much I can say. This week about what I'm going, but big things are changing. There's a lot of things going on in your life, none of which you can talk about. Exactly. That's so, okay. Speculate, everyone. Speculate. But 
It's good stuff. It uh, I just good think stuff. it's great that you're finally getting the penis enlarged. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. Uh, I told you. I'm good. I got the girth. <laughs> oh, my God. That's why oh, they dude. call me the girthy kid. <laughs> dude, my week was nuts. I had to fucking replace the wax ring on my toilet yesterday. Oh, that's I was telling you this story before. And I fucking, I'm under the toilet with a goddamn sawzall because there's about like, for those of you listening, there's about like, I want to say like two feet maybe between the tub and the wall. And that's where the toilet is. So there's like no room to get in there. And the bolts that hold it down are rusted. Yeah. So I can't unscrew it. So now I'm down there with a fucking sawzall. And all of a sudden, I drop to the floor because I got this pain straight across my chest. I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. I'm coming, Elizabeth. I'm coming. (laughs) I guess I pulled a muscle and it's still – I can't even breathe right now. It hurts so bad. Oh, it's the worst getting old like that. Yeah, and there's that always that space between, I don't know, any any apartment or house that I've ever bought – there's never like just a throne and then tons of space, except when we lived in Cold Spring. Remember that yes. throne? It was literally it was on, on a pedestal. It was on a pedestal. It was a throne. And it was like you felt like a king in this shitty apartment. Like I it, it reminded me of the CBGB's bathroom. Yes. Um, had that throne where it was like on a pedestal. But yeah, is that it, Mimi upstairs? Yeah, she's yelling at something. The old Mimi's going the old FL. Oh, uh, Mimi's leaving tomorrow. Yep. She's getting on a plane. So long. <laughs> Here, Florida, you can have her. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Ron, who's the f- governor of Florida? What's his name? Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. Here you go, DeSantis. You can have her. <laughs> She's all yours, DeSantis. Um, have fun with her for a couple garbage of Garbage day. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mimi's not garbage. No, she's a sweetheart. I'm going to miss her. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, enough with being vague. And Oh, I was just saying about toilets. It's like you have to get to that part. And there's never space, so you're nope. like trying to get in there, and you're like, "Oh, it's the well, worst." And there's there's more space between the toilet and the tub than there is between the toilet and the wall on the other side. Yes, I couldn't get in there. I'm like, "Fucking Jesus Christ!" Like, do almost doing a headstand. Yeah, why do they always put the sink so close to the toilet? Oh. Like, can't you just have like a standalone sink? I mean, I'm sure some houses do have this, but none of the places I ever moved into nope. where it was like toilet is right next to the sink. So you can't get into that. I'm not rich enough. Yeah, that's where you put your tabo. You know what? I think that's tabo. Yeah. Was, uh, is it tabo? Tabo. It was. I watched that Joy, uh, Joe Coy special, and okay. he talks about Filipino. His Filipino mother. Right. It's a Filipino thing. Apparently, uh, they wash their pussies, Joseph, with a tabo, <laughs> which is basically just like a cup that of they would just take water and splash it on there. They don't wipe. They just. Use a uh-huh. no. So he goes, if you're ever dating a Filipino chick and you see that cup, don't use it. <laughs> don't use the tabo cup. Not the tabo. It's a tabo, Joseph. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And she's like, or my mom's favorite. He's like, it could be a broken coffee cup. It could be this. Or my mom's favorite, a super big gulp cup. It's 44 ounces, Joseph. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll, maybe we'll post that clip. It's so funny. But, yeah, that makes sense. It's like my tushy. I can't. I know we're going off on it. I a want tangent. that rich man's bathroom, though. That's what I want. Rich man bathroom. Yeah. Where it's like you literally have a toilet, and then like three feet away is the fucking sink. The, yep. the, the freaking bathroom. I want a bathroom the size of the apartment. Yep. And my, my goal for my life before <laughs> I die is a walk in shower. Like just, you know, those ones where it's just, there's no lip. It's just you walk right into a wall. And you're uh, like, yeah. Yeah. It's all glass. Yep. Someday. Someday. But for now. We're going to have small little toilets and uh, whatever. But, yeah. hey, look, at least I can take Maybe my shit. walk-in shower is going to be the fucking prison shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when did you get a walk-in shower? Sing, sing. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
I finally got my walk-in shower. Or my favorite when we're uh, on vacation in, in Ocean City, New Jersey. Mm. Um, <laughs> I almost got you. No, my students were going off at Ocean. He's like, Dad, because I went to Ocean City this summer. Holy shit, that's like fucking mafia vacation heaven down there. Oh, oh, the Jersey one? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot of Philly sweats, are, you know, because it's so close to Philly. But, yeah, my favorite is the outdoor shower. I yeah. love an outdoor shower. Wow. I mean, not one, not just the, the shower thing sticking out. Some people have that, but like the, you actually can walk in. It's like a little closet, and you're just it's not about. Is it at your house or is it on the beach? It's at the house. Most okay. of those, those beach houses have like different versions of them. Some are real fancy where it's just you walk in and it's a a stall. Is it your sister's place? Yeah. Weird. Is she it like a is it a common outdoor shower for the whole development? Like she's in a condo, right? Or does she have a no, house? no. She has a, a, like most of the houses there. She doesn't have the fit. <clears throat> she just has the, the spout one, right? Um, <clears throat> but most of the houses, like she has a, they're split in two. So there's upstairs and downstairs. She owns the downstairs. Okay, but most of the houses have what some or you know most beach houses will have it. It's just like an outdoor shower. So right. some so of come them back are in the like, ocean. You. Get all the sand off you before you go inside. Exactly. Now, some of them are just usually just shower things sticking out of the wall, which, you know, you're completely exposed. You can't really, unless you're like a exhibitionist, you can go out there. But the ones that I've stayed in. Pringle can, yes. No. No, you can you can Pringle can it to cover it. Um, but, you know, how are you going to wash your balls? Um, <laughs> no, what I mean is like if you're if you're a guy with a Pringle can, if you're a Pringle can guy, you're not doing the outdoor shower. Yeah. But if you're freaking Jimmy, 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 <laughs> like, hey, man, look at this. But yeah, the ones that they have an actual stall that you can close the door and stuff. Right. Something about taking a shower outside in nice, warm, like August. You're getting the sand off. You can scrub it and then you just walk out with your towel. You're like, ah. And you don't make a mess of your own bathroom. Yeah. You just freaking, and you could go to sand. When and I go shit to my everywhere. mom's and we come back, we rinse off at the shower she has downstairs by like the, it's by the pool. Okay. It's like, a, it's a condo. So, but I go upstairs and when I finally take a shower shower upstairs and I'm spending half the time trying to use the shower to get the sand to go down the drain so there's not like sand all over the bottom of the shower. Oh, yeah. Cause once you take those shorts off, it's oh. like a freaking sand castle comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was the same casual. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. boy. So anyway, uh, do we have any news this week? I guess we do. John, you got any news? I don't have a huge amount of news, but this is just the one thing that I was really happy about. Um, they finally made it official Netflix that we're getting a season two of Wednesday. Nice. And you and I were talking earlier. I didn't really give it much thought that Wednesday is owned by MGM. <clears throat> yes. And I don't know if that's because, and I don't know if it's a situation like with the Hulk where the Hulk is owned by Universal, mm -hmm. but they can add him to the Avengers movies. He just can't have a standalone movie. I wonder if what's going on here is the reverse, that the Adams family is owned by MGM, mm -hmm. but the character Wednesday can have her own show with Netflix because they kind of bought the option of we want to just do a Wednesday. We don't want to do an Adams family show. We want to do a Wednesday show. Yeah, I think it's one of those things with at the time before MGM was talking about merging with Amazon. And, and that was the point is like with them merging, are they going to take it back? There was rumors of <laughs> it's about mine. I want it back. Yeah, exactly. Where it's just like uh, 
Netflix a lot of times, from what I understand, is they're more of like they just license stuff and they buy right. stuff. So it's like you could shoot a, a lot of comedy specials are like that. They'll shoot them on their own and then they shop it and go, "Will you put this on? I did it. I shot it. I paid for it. I just need a platform." So they're a platform for a lot of people. So I think that well, takes the overhead out of the hands of Netflix. Yeah. So MGM, <clears throat> I believe, paid for Wednesday. Okay. Um. And Netflix or just, you know, took the chance and put it out there on the platform. Now, like we were saying before we got on mic, it's like, who would have thought this show would be as popular as it was? Yeah, okay. I'll give I it did. to you. <laughs> I really did. I, I was like, this is going to be fucking huge. Just knowing all the people who love Wednesday Adams, mm-hmm. and then knowing her and everything she's been in that's basically been a hit. Everything she's been in yeah. is gold. Yeah, yeah. And she is the one I, I did. Uh, we talked about during our top uh, movies about the sequel that they're doing to X. Right. Maxine. Um, she is the one that. Is it Ortega? Was it Jenny Jenna Ortega? Ortega? Or Mia Goth, the one who survived? Who was the one who played the old lady? Mia Goth. Mia Goth. Okay, so she's going to be in the That's Maxine. That's Pearl. Yes. So this is, they're going to be, it's it's basically her because she did survive X. I, I, I had to look and, and watch and be like, is this a prequel of a prequel or whatever? It's, Wait, so, but Jenna Ortega didn't die in X, did she? Why do I feel like she didn't? I know in Scream, she was in the beginning of the new Scream movie. Yeah. And that was kind of my introduction to her. Yep. I was like, who is this girl? But she's in a lot of stuff. I looked at her. You know, you go, oh, who is this person? Let me look this up and see what the hell else she's been in. You're like, holy crap, she's been in a bunch of things. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited that they're doing a season two. I mean, it was a no-brainer. It was such yeah. a, a popular thing. It's like we were talking about every every girl now on TikTok and Instagram is doing the, you know, doing the Wednesday dance. And yep. I think it, it kind of reminds me of like when Margot Robbie did, uh, uh, Harley Quinn. Right now. Every, every, every girl, every was like, girl be Harley Quinn. Yeah. They, they hold the bat and they buy the <clears throat> daddy's little monster shirt from hot topic. And like, I'm Harley Quinn. It's like, no, you're 350 pounds. You're not. <laughs> Sorry, I love him big, but geez, well, yeah, but, come on. But now you're going to get those same girls going, look, I'm Wednesday. It's like, I'm mean, more like a Pugsley. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've seen I've seen footage. I mean, there's a lot of, don't get me wrong. Uh, girls, you're all beautiful. Yeah. Big, little, small, fat, whatever. I love you all. Um, but there are some girls that, you know, are legit look like Wednesday. You know, yes. they dress up and look like it and do the dance. And you're like, wow, it's impressive. Well, but I think then you get the, uh, the some girls are like, I'm Wednesday. I'm sitting. You're like, yeah, more like Uncle Fester. And I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not shitting on like heavier girls dressing as Wednesday. Look, give me a goth girl any day of the week. Oh, I'm dating. But one. come on. <laughs> but I, I think the charm of Wednesday is the fact that she's this like tiny little skinny little waif of a thing that's you'd be like you write her off you're like what is this little freaking kid gonna do and then she pulls out a hatchet that's bigger than her yep and it's like i'm coming to get you <laughs> yeah yeah so uh yeah i'm excited about them uh doing quite small and unassuming that's what, what i was looking for the word i was looking for unassuming yes. and then she opens her mouth and does her wednesday thing yeah. look i'm all for girls dressing up <clears throat> like wednesday adams please now if i just get my hint, girl hint, to dress up yeah <laughs> I could just get you dressed up as Batgirl from 66 Batgirl, then you're then I'm good. <laughs> Dude, I ever tell you that story? I kick myself to this day. Because I was at Comic-Con one year, and they had the booth of like all the superhero costume things that you could buy. Mm-hmm. And they weren't even expensive. And they had, like I think it was a Batgirl one. And I sent Kate the thing. I was like, hey, want me to pick one of these up for later on tonight? And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. And I thought she was joking. I got home. She's like, where's my costume? I was like, wait, you were serious about that? Fuck. Oh, dude, you had your chance. And you had my chance it. and blew it. 
I could see I could see Katie as a as a Catwoman, uh, oh, not Catwoman, uh, Batgirl. A Batgirl. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cat, if you're listening out there, my boy needs a Batgirl outfit. Okay. Post haste. <laughs> yeah, she could be Batgirl, and I'll be the Penguin. <laughs> oh, old Clayface over there. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to pass out over here. If I die on mic, at least I die with a happy thought. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so good anyway. Wednesday, Adams. That's about all the news I got. There wasn't much more. I mean, I've heard a lot of things during the week that were like, there's this one country artist. I can't remember what the fuck his name is. I will find it. But they were touting the fact that like he usually comes out with an album every couple of years. And I don't know that this would go under news because it's not, I mean, music, because it's not really our genre of music. It's country. I'm yes. not a country fan. Um, Luke Collins, I think his name is. Okay. He just released an album, and all of a sudden now he's coming out with another album on March 24th. And everybody's like, wait, we're used to like every like three or four years he comes out with something. Now he's got two things coming out within months of each other. I, I blame all that on COVID because... Yes, these guys a, sat home. <laughs> a lot of people, myself included, I wrote two albums. <laughs> and another album's on the way this year. So it's like... And you're stuck in your house for you know a year, and you got nothing to do. He's like, well, might as well. And you got the ability to record. Why not? But... Like, I don't know how much good music we got out of COVID. I say that because I've heard some of like the stuff like like Tom Morello wrote a whole bunch of shit in COVID, and it's garbage. Well, yeah. And and who else was it? There was someone who did like did one of those like oh I just uh, you know zoomed with all these other people. Oh fucking Pearl Jam, Eddie Vedder, and like all those guys. Oh yeah, did a bunch of things. And it's like it's all garbage, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Well, it's like. During COVID, where everybody did the quarantine jams, where they right. were doing all that. I mean, it was cool. It was interesting. Um, but, you know, you have a lot of time to sit and, and dwell and record stuff. I mean, uh. some people just were just bored as shit and yep. put out content. What sucked about um, it was funny when the Critically Shamed, our first record, um, we had it done in the can. We're like, so it's 2020. We're going to go out and freaking <laughs> no, you're not. promote it. Yeah. It, it, it We ended up. We had it done, and we were pandemic, and we're like, uh, thankfully, we recorded everything, and we were done. It was released in May, thinking like, ah, oh, we'll be back out by the by the summer, right? Ooh. Nope. <laughs> well, I've I've told this story before. Like, you look at my passport, the date on my passport that it was issued, March fifteenth, twenty twenty. Ooh. I waited all this time. I've never had a passport. I finally got one. Cat got one. We both went. We're like, maybe we'll travel at some point. It'll be great. Yeah. And then fucking bunk. COVID. COVID bum, dropped bum, its big old freaking infected penis on the table. It was like, wow. thunk, thunk. No, I don't think so. Yeah, March is, so. uh, hopefully March this year is going to be good. I mean, usually Marches are not. Well, March, tw- March, March of last year. <laughs> March 11th. Well, March 10th is my sobriety date. But yeah, March 11th. When's the be, showcase? Uh, March 11th. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Greg yeah. celebrates his sobriety and then puts on a big old show. That's right. I'm tired. <laughs> oh, yeah. you and me both. So five years, I get my marbles back. I got no more news. That's it. I mean, there's more news uh, out there. John, you got any I news? I don't care to. Yeah. The it's only other, not interesting enough for me. The only other thing I heard about was uh, there's uh, the, the Flash coming yeah. out. There's a big, you know, everybody's been screening the Flash, or, or select people have been seeing it, and people are like, "It's as good as the Dark Knight," and we're like, "Slow down, <laughs> like slow down." Um, but then there are some executives, and I thought it was an interesting thing that, um, 
you know, there's rumors, which I, dude, it's not going to happen. There's no way. But, like, some executives are like, well, you know, Ezra Miller, they're uh, doing really well with their. Oh, good for the Ezra Miller. With their, you know, mental health things. And, you know, <clears throat> the movie comes out. Maybe they'll give them a chance. And You notice how I'm doing today? I'm, I'm, I'm getting good. Um, Congrats. Yeah, thanks. Um, you know, maybe, you know, he'll they'll come back for the. the and I'm like, there's no way. There's no, no Way now, it's an interesting topic to talk about just because you know, obviously, the stuff that they did was horrific between grooming kids and yes. you know, choking out women and stealing and all this stuff. That's not like a racist tweet from 10 years ago, that's like legit. Like, he could be facing they charges 20, like 20 years in prison. Yeah, um, how are you gonna make a movie, movie from freaking uh San Quentin? Yeah, but it's and, and I, you know, <clears> I've heard from San Quentin, yeah. it says Miller. I hear a train coming. <laughs> oh, can I get a furlough so I can go film my new movie? That's right. Um, yeah, but the interesting thing is, I thought too, and I was like, and a lot of different pundits are like, no way, there's no way you could do it, that's stupid. And it's basically, it comes down to the only people that are gonna say anything are, are Gunn and Saffron. And they report to Zaslov. So it's like, you know, unless they did it, which I mean, James Gunn's nuts, but he ain't that nuts. No. Um, and he ran into some trouble himself. But I found out later that that was like all stuff that was already known mm-hmm. that he was kind of like explained and forgiven and been like, you know what? We'll give you Pat. We get it. Yep. And then people wanted to fuck, it, you know, fuck shit up and brought it back up again. Yeah. Yeah. So but at the same time, I keep thinking to myself, well, if for some reason this movie makes over a billion dollars, you, you know that Warner Brothers is going to be like, mm, maybe he ain't so bad. <laughs> you know, like, I, I could overlook it for a billion dollars in my pocket. To quote the great, the great, the great, the great, uh, the, to quote the great Wesley Snipes. Bullshit. Oh, God, I messed it up. Oh, you mean I thought you were going to quote Michael Stolper. No. Uh, if I were to quote the great Mike Stolper, I'd say, eat a dick straight up. Um, no, to quote uh, Wesley, Wesley Snipes, Snipes, money talks, bullshit runs the marathon. That's right. <laughs> you know, like, so who knows? Who knows? But that's interesting to see. So, yeah, I mean, other than that, um, regarding movies, I haven't really seen any. I mean, we. I only we, saw two movies this week. So Only two, huh? It's two more than I saw. Uh yeah. So, For, what's new that I, you saw? I, I watched the. Uh, it's it's older. It was the um, the last blockbuster on Netflix. That's right. You did send me a clip of that, and you were to, and I was Dude, like, "How is it that?" Show? Back, you know what it was? It brought back a lot of fucking memories mm. of like the times of blockbuster. Kevin Smith's in it. There's yep. a lot of really famous people in it, and you see like you know I forget what his name is. The guy who was in the Scream movies, who was always like the knew all about movies and stuff like that. Oh yeah, uh, he he was oh, yeah. him and Jim Gaffigan were like the Jamie bo- Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy and Jim Gaffigan were like the the blockbuster crew, and they're like. <laughs> were in all the commercials for Blockbuster. Ah. And they were known as like the Blockbuster crew or shit. But Kevin Smith talks in it, all those famous people talk in it, and it, it just... Now, was this the documentary or was this the TV it show? It was a documentary. I, I did see the, the documentary. Which I, started me watching the TV show. I did watch the documentary. The documentary was good. Because, yeah, I mean, stuff like Blockbuster, even Hollywood, it's a lost art, you know? It, it is. It's but, like record stores. Right, but record stores made a comeback, and that's what they were saying. Like, hey, maybe someday the video store will make a comeback for the reason that record stores do 
the nostalgia of it. And I was like, I would, I would love to see a place like dark side records in Poughkeepsie. Yeah. Have a video rental section. It's like, Hey, like this is all about, like, it's not about renting the videos. It's about meeting people, talking about what you like and actually talking to them and not reading shit online. People Mm -hmm. who get to know you and are like, Hey, you know, I remember up here, was it Rosie's video? I think so. Yeah. And then Mike bought it and it became Mike's video. (laughs) Um, Rosie's, I would walk in there and Mike be like, Oh, Hey, I got, you know what? I put this aside because I knew you were going to want to watch this. Oh yeah. And he knew the types of movies I like to watch. And he's like, here, and it wasn't porn. Yeah. It was like, I like to watch those. Like, as you said in the past, I was like, heady kind of like weird cerebral films he's like dude you're gonna love this watch it yeah i mean we used to go into video stores all the time and, it, and especially during the summer we, we talked about our buddy mike stolper he used to come over to my house every day in the summer yeah call me up and it was the same phone conversation hey uh what's going on nothing what are you doing nothing you want to come over all right come on <laughs> come over and we'd go to the video store and we watched every horror movie we could find. You spend more time in the video store looking for shit than you did watching shit when you got home. That's how I found Pink Flamingos. Yeah. They used to just have that right in the freaking regular section. Um, Dan Farringer turned me on to Pink Flamingos. Yeah. Bow, 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 the guy who also introduced me to the idea of when he broke both of his arms, how you just fuck that space between your mattress and box spring. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm like friction burn, dude. No. Yeah, you got you to gotta lube up for that shit. Um, no, uh, yeah, I mean, rec, you know, record stores, bookstores. Video stores would be interesting. I don't know if it would fly, though. I don't. I mean, maybe the, the, I like like I said, I used to love going into the stores. And like you said, person worked the counter was like, hey, man, I, I think you would like this. Or you'd ask like in the record store when you'd come in, you'd be like, hey, what came out this week? Ain't right. good. Like, oh, let me tell you. Or you, that that anxiety of like a new movie came out and you would go and if it wasn't there, you were like, God, and then you had to look for it. It was, it's a well, lost. And it sounds silly, but dude, it's a my lost favorite art. was that Jamie Kennedy was saying, he's like, you're looking for this movie and it's not in. You're like, all right. When well, you'd walk around and browse and someone will come and move and you'd go over and kind of go, what would they bring back? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. You'd watch. And then the eventually drop, someone would be like, in. they'd bring in the movie you're looking for and the person at the counter is like. Points to you and like got you're like oh all right and you go running over and like here you go <laughs> yeah it was a score you know it was like I got the well I got the new Navy Seals <laughs> and you get you get on the reserve list and yep. you, and you knew like you're standing there hanging around waiting and waiting and waiting eventually the person behind the counter is like all right look I'm supposed to give this to the next person on the reserve list I'm gonna give it to you just make sure you bring it back tomorrow yeah and I'll tell them hey it didn't come back yeah yeah you know and there was something that I that I had watched where uh, they I think. Kevin Smith said it, or or there's movies out there that have been. They called them. Uh, they were popular because they were stolen the most. Like yes. people would just would rent it and just never bring, bring it back. back. Uh, yeah, I remember one time our buddy Daryl would go into the movie st- the video store, and he went to rent something. They're like, uh, "You never returned Spinal Tap." He uh, <laughs> won't like you know. And the late charges were always like you know, a hundred bucks. You're like, "Are you crazy? I'm just gonna never return it." You yeah. know. What? Um, but they, they, there are certain Dude, categories many times of most Netflix, stolen movies. Netflix DVDs. Mm. I would get it and I'd be like, oh, I like this movie. I want to keep it. And then I'd send him a thing, like an email, be like, uh, I sent that movie back. Why hasn't it been recorded? And like, oh, we'll, we'll check it off. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's... I still have some of those movies at home. Oh, that whole like mailing movies back and stuff like that. That was, that was ridiculous. I did that with a, um, there was a, there was a company that did it for CDs, like for, yes. for music. And it was great because, you would, you know, send in the envelope. You would get CDs and you'd be like, 
not like a Columbia house thing, but it was more of like a rental. Not even a rental. It was more of like, we'll send you a, a, a CD. If you don't like it, send it back. We'll send you a different one. If you like it, just keep it, you know, and we'll charge you whatever. It was like 10 bucks or something like that. I got so many DVD, uh, CDs. CDs from that. And they, most of them were just like in a lot of them were just the actual CD in like a plastic case. Yeah. You know, just empty and stuff. But it was like, hey, I like that. I'm going to check that off and maybe it'll get mailed to me. And it was in my queue or whatever it was. So. The only yeah. other movie I watched was um, I watched that movie, The Menu, with what is it, Voldemort? Ralph Fiennes is that? Yeah, movie? a lot of people had that on their top. It was good, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. I even wrote this down, so let me let me read because I wanted to make sure I said this the way I thought it. Um, I liked it. Um, it was a psycho, more of like a psychological movie, not so much a horror movie. Okay. It was one of those like kind of like thriller type psychological crazy kooky movies. And I had a really good time watching it. But then afterwards, like looking back in retrospect about it, I was like skeptical of a lot of like the story decisions that they just didn't make sense. Like, well, why is that the case? Why mm-hmm. would that? Why is why didn't they just why didn't he just why didn't you? So it kind of like in watching it, I was okay. Okay. It was afterwards that I started to question some of the story decisions that they made in the movie going like, ah, that doesn't make sense. And that's a plot hole. And why would you like, you know, the end thing that she does, the one girl does. I'm like, it can't be that easy. Yeah. Yeah. Plot holes. It was, I mean, but it was a, it was a good movie to watch. I really do suggest watching it. Okay. Um, as far as like, Go into it thinking I'm just gonna watch it for what it is and don't think too deep into the story. Yeah, I mean that's what happens a lot with with movies nowadays. With all these people like ourselves and other ones that will sit here and analyze things and trailers and all kinds of which we do have some trailers that we could talk about. Um, yeah, you know sometimes you just gotta sh- fucking watch a movie and not think too much about it. How is it connected to this? And blah, blah, blah. I we're, we're so ingrained with all the. Superhero nonsense that where everything has to be connected and, and all that shit. Like, can't right. I just watch a movie that's fun? Well, and that brings us... That's all my movies, but that brings us to our trailer talk, which the only trailer I'm really stoked about was... Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, yeah. Evil Dead Rise. Bruce Campbell's not in it. Has nothing to do with the original Evil Dead series. Uh, Bruce Campbell produces it. Yep. Um, and he said, this is not tied to the original movies. It's t- it's all centers around the Necronomicon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I watched the trailer, which I thought was amazing. Um, it definitely has that Raimi vibe to it, which I love. Right. Um, it's it definitely reminds me of the 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 Fetty Alvarez one I told you about the remake, the one I haven't seen. Yeah. I mean, if you like that Evil Dead Rise trailer, yeah, watch the watch that Evil Dead remake. All right, I'm gonna have to bite the bullet. It's extreme. It's gory. It's crazy. It's not campy. It's very like. To the letter, you know, it, it's I love it. The, I the more I thought about it, you could the way you described it, I was like, they took the original Evil Dead movie and didn't get rid of, but dialed down the campiness mm-hmm. and dialed up the gory horror. Yeah, and I think that's probably what makes it a the same movie and just as good, but in a different way. Yeah, you can appreciate it for what it is. Yep. You know, you don't have to be like compare it to the Bruce Campbell stuff because that's just classic, you know? Yeah. It's goofy. It's <clears throat> a guy running around with a chainsaw on his arm. Um, the the Evil Dead Rise trailer that I saw, it's definitely, it reminded me a lot like that that remake. Yes. Um, that same vein. 
um, very creepy, very like you know intense. Um, so, I, dude, I'm all for it. I, I'm I'm super stoked. There's a lot of like we'll have to do an episode maybe of like just anticipated stuff for 2023. Cause oh my it god. Is, Freaking the, well, one of the other podcasts. Well, I don't really listen to watch them anymore as much as I used to do. New, new rock stars. Mm. They did. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to see the trailers that might have dropped. They they went through a whole thing of like all the anticipated things, and they typically center around like uh, superhero type shit. Yeah, and they're like, we realize this year there's so much good shit coming out that we're going to have to expand the brand and start covering all this other stuff too. Mm-hmm. And they brought a whole bunch of new people onto their team to like, this person's going to be covering that stuff. This person's going to be dealing with those things. This, mm-hmm. So it, it, it made me think about all the really good sh- stuff we're getting this coming year. Oh yeah. I mean, I think it was definitely with COVID, everything went to a halt. 2022 was definitely coming back with a lot of stuff. So right. now the floodgates are open. Now it's just like, well, here we go. Here's everything that, you know, we've been, you know, working on and, and, well, and, and all that for, for last year. Now we're getting like, it's just, I think there's like th- at least three DC movies uh, and TV yeah. too, man. Once, once we get to the TV, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff coming. Um, yeah. And a lot of Marvel stuff coming to theaters and to TV. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's interesting to see. I'm hoping that Marvel writes the ship. A little now, bit. I haven't watched this trailer, and maybe after we get off, I, we can watch it. The uh, trailer for Poker Face. No, <laughs> Poker Face. <clears throat> yeah, that's what pop, the girl. Pop, pop, that, that's pop, got pop, the girl pop, who was face. in um, Russian Doll. Did you watch this show, Russian Doll? Oh, Natasha Leone. Yeah, it yeah. stars Natasha Leone. The only reason I'm psyched about it. Why? I'm in it. You're in Poker Face. I'm supposed to be. We'll see if my scene made the cut. Are you playing Lady Gaga? No, <laughs> I wish. No, the scene I did was they were at a barbecue and this dog jumps up on the table and starts eating the food and everybody freaks out and runs. Oh. So I'm sitting at a table in front of a plate of fucking barbecued meat mm. and there's a camera just above us Okay. recording it and the dog jumps up on the table and we're all supposed to like go, oh shit, and just go running, like falling off the table trying to get away from this vicious dog, which is a freaking Jack Russell Terrier. <laughs> now, I don't know if they're going to pull some CGI shit and make it a vicious dog. But I just wanted to pick the dog up and be like, who's a cute little puppy? Would you stop eating them ribs? Dude, those, dog, those dogs are fucking vicious. Jack Russell's? That's how we got one of our cats. I think it was we got one. Maybe it was some of the cats that we brought and fostered for a bit. <clears throat> one of my kids' friends, their Jack Russell Terrier got out, went outside, and this stray from the neighborhood had given birth in the bushes, and uh, it went in there and tore the kittens apart. Ugh. <clears throat> they're 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 called Jack Russell Terrier. They're rat dogs. They they hunt rats. Yeah, you got to watch out for those little nippy dogs, man. They're freaking. You know, everybody worries about the big dogs. They're uh, oh yeah. There's that other thing that you're watching on there. Renfield. Have you watched that trailer? I have yet? not watched that trailer. I'm looking at the trailers that I got to watch. Renfield is one. Yeah. Um, I don't really care that much about Megan. I so I did see a news thing about the fact that the Megan movie is less horror, campy horror, and more uh like a thriller comedy yeah i mean the marketing that they were doing for megan was interesting where they had that college football game and they had a bunch of girls dressed like megan right stuff like that so i'm like okay um i did watch the uh renfield trailer which and it looks really good (laughs) i wanted it to be bad because it's like why do i why do i want a fucking movie about renfield it well the premise of it and they explained it in the trailer is actually really cool like renfield i thought it was because everybody's making a big deal about nick cage in it so I'm like, is he playing Renfield? But he's actually playing Dracula. Um, Renfield oh. 
basically, you know, he goes to uh, like a support group, like an AA or something like that. And he walks in and, uh, you know, he's like, I have issues, uh, relationship issues with uh, my, men- you know, my master and all this stuff. And my boss. <laughs> yeah, his boss. And they, they go in and they they don't know, like the people in the support group are like, oh, what is that boss doing to you? And uh, apparently in the. You know, he's tired because he has to go and he does all of Dracula's biddings, you know, like. okay, but when he does like, you know, how the whole thing where he eats bugs, if he eats bugs, he gets like super huge and it looks gory, campy, nuts. And the end part, because everybody's talking about Nick Cage. I'm like, well, where's Nick Cage? Who's this young guy? Is he's oh, he's Renfield. And they show him like kicking ass and like, you know, chopping people's arms off and all this stuff and like dragging bodies to, you know, so Dracula can eat. Right. Um. But the funniest part about the trailer at the end was um, you see like a silhouette or a cane and you're like, oh, that's Dracula. Oh, that must be Nick Cage. And uh, the guy in the support group sees him and he goes, oh, how are you? Come on in. He invites in (laughs) Dracula. Renfield's like, no, you're not supposed to, you know, because vampires you, you can't, can't yeah you have to invite them you have in. to invite them in so he's like what are you doing friend come on in <laughs> he goes oh no and then all havoc uh, ensues but yeah i if you get a chance to watch the trailer it you know at first glance you know at first i was like this looks dumb and then as the trailer went on i was like when can i see this <laughs> like can i watch it now where is it um so yeah renfield is another one that i'm looking forward to i, w- I was trying to put the trailer for Poker Face on, and we could do like a reaction thing to it. Just oh, okay. For fun. Have you seen it? Uh, the trailer yet? No, at all? I haven't. I oh, okay. I mean, I'm gonna watch it because a, I love her. Oh yeah. And b, I was in it. Like I watched the first season of um, what the fuck was that show? Uh, Sex Lies of College Girls because I was in it. Yeah. And my family watched season two, and I was like, I couldn't care less. <laughs> I could not. Literally, I could not care less about that show. Yeah, it's the uh, yeah. I'm the same way too. I'm like, oh me, 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 me. <laughs> I'm not in it. Fuck it. That's awesome. Hey, look, you've been in a movie with Adrian Brody, and you can list all show, those TV people. show, TV show. That's right. Well, and again, I was telling someone yesterday my big claim to fame was that movie Janet Saves the Planet, where I was dancing. Yes, and the woman plays Weird Al's mom in the weird movie. Yep. And Kate was like, that's one degree of separation between you and Harry Potter. That's right. I was like, that's right. Now Does we just got to get on? you in a movie with yes. somewhere in Kevin Bacon land. Then you're mm-hmm. then you're all set. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's me and everybody. Yeah. So that, yeah, that show, when is it? It comes out on the Paca. Yeah, because you know me. So yeah, the movie-wise, you saw those two movies. TV-wise, I know that the both of us they did watch. This is uh, the only new TV I want to talk about. What's that? Bad Batch? You bad batch. That's where all my kids came from. Oh no! What? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'd love to. I want to hear your batch. thoughts first because you you were one of those people that were in on Bad Batch from the beginning. Yes. And I admittedly was not. I mm. I barely watched most of those Star Wars animated stuff. I did get into Star Wars Rebels and like went deep. Yep. And watched the whole fucking thing. Clone Wars and stuff, I was like, eh. I watched some of it here and there. I watched some of those ones, like you said, I did what you said, where it's like, they got that thing where it's like, just watch these. Yeah, there's like an essential episodes that you can watch. So I, w- I was on the hype train for Bad Batch 2 because I just watched the first one because I started watching the first one because the trailer for the second one came out and I was like, you know what? I- I've got to binge it and watch all, what is it, 16 episodes? Yeah, and they're quick. They're half hour ones. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, and it's I loved binge, it. But- and I don't know if that, 
affects my opinion of season two. Okay. So I'm going to hold back on what I have to say because I want to hear what you have to say about season two so far. Uh, as far as season two, the first two episodes, I do, I do still enjoy it. I, okay. do, I, I am into it. I like that Omega is a little bit older now. She's not as like, like in the first season, you're just like, oh, shut the fuck up. And it's like we talked a lot about um, with the Star Wars stuff. Every single thing seems to be like Lone Wolf and Cub, you know, where it's oh, just God, like, yeah. you know. And that's pretty much what Bad Batch is, you know. And what I like about it is, and some people don't like it, is that it's more of like just adventure of the week. Yes. Like. I love that. You know, they go in, they see Rhea Perlman, who plays that. Here's a kind of jump for you. I'm going to take this away. And then they I go. I tell my kids, like, you know, that's Danny DeVito's wife, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. like, wait, what? I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. So they go in. They're like, here's your job for you. You got to go over here. And then and now you got Wanda Sykes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they got that going. And, uh, you know, so it's the, I'm glad that they mm. print the first two episodes out because they kind of tied in a little bit. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like what's refreshing about the Bad Batch is because some people criticize it. It's, oh, it's just a fucking adventure of the week. Yeah. I don't need everything to be connected. And so they put Easter eggs and but they do have an A plot B plot. They do, um, but that's it's one of not... the things I wrote down. Mm, okay, yeah. I mean, it's it's more of like yeah. I mean, it's just that, and that's kind of how Rebels was too. Yeah, it was very like here. Okay, we got to do this this mission to do here and then that. Very video game ish, like yep. just like you know, get the loot chest, get it out of here, and then we'll pay this. And you know, it's and there's a little bit of connectivity. Like they went to Dooku's freaking old palace, which you know? is cool. They're like, oh, Dooku, you know, so. It's got a little bit of that in Spoils it. Spoils so, of war. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy it. I, you know, it's not, I'm not like, oh my God, it's not Andor level great, but it's like, I like it. I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it. Oh, I like absolutely. the characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. And who doesn't love a good, you know, and I'm, I'm glad that they kind of aged Omega up a little bit. Yeah. Um, she still was kind of like, like, and that was another thing about the first Read season. Read my last line. Oh, Omega's still a bit annoying. Yeah, she is. She's not as annoying, but she's still a bit annoying. Yeah, she got that sweet-ass Katniss Everdeen, like, laser freaking lightsaber thing, which is pretty laser, cool. Laser bow and arrow. Yeah, yeah. So I like that it's – you don't have to get too involved, but they put little things in there, like, you know, uh, I think it was in the trailer that we talked about, like, Wookiee with lightsaber. Yeah. Like, you know – uh, you know, you might, Palpatine is supposed to show up in this, you know, so it's it's still got ties to the lore, um, but you don't have to feel like you know, I have to like. And that was one of the daunting things, because I did get into the animated stuff late, like Rebels right. and, and Clone Wars and stuff where it was like, you know, once again for COVID, thank God for that. I was like, oh, bad, you know, bringing Clone Wars. I'll watch this. You know, I, <laughs> I got nothing else to do. Um so, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about that. So you did enjoy it as well? Like you kept so, on the train of it? So season two, ep- episodes one and two, mm-hmm. it's okay so far. But I do like that they're finally giving characters like Tech and Echo a little bit more to do. Yes. Yeah. And I do. Like I don't know the, if that's going to continue. Well, there is kind of I think it's is it Echo that um, is starting to talk about like, hey, man, like we're trying basically all these missions that they're doing is to basically get their debt off paid. You yes. Know? Um, and and that's, that's that's my next thing, is that they've got that to do, right? Season one, it seems like, was all about them getting out of the Empire. Yeah. Getting away from the Empire, getting out, and by kind of faking their own death at the end of season... Spoiler. <laughs> see, faking... <laughs> where, where, wait. 
Right? By faking their own death at the end of season one. And they didn't fake it. It was they were supposed to be dead and they yeah. escaped. They're off the radar. Yeah. So now season two seems like, okay, this is all about <laughs> clearing our debt and getting our freedom. And she mentions that. Yeah. She goes, with this, you could be free. And he's like, we are free. She goes, really? Because you're still working for me to pay me off. Yeah. You're not free. Yeah. And and, and I do like the part where... And that's uh, what I mean by A plot, B plot. I feel like the... the what is it? The... A plot is like the plot of that week, yep. and the B plot is the running plot. The running plot is them getting away from being beholden to someone and working for someone else and just being on their own. Yeah, and they also mentioned too, like there, it's it's that part of like there's some, a lot of the stormtroopers. There's clones. Uh, the majority of them are clones, and then now they're starting to realize like. Like there was that one scene in the end, I forget the name of the general. He was like, "We're just gonna have to falsify these records. We don't need to tell Palpatine that these freaking guys are out." He goes, "I can falsify records." He I, goes, "No, but I can." Yep. <laughs> so they're starting to realize, like, "Hey, maybe these clones are a little bit too." So now, the people in the Bad Batch, I think it's Echo, who's like, "We gotta save these our brothers. Yeah, like, our brothers. They're they're so, still chipped. Like we gotta save so you, these guys." You think one of the main plots is get well? Because and and I watched the thing where they talked about the fact that like. They're running. They're not killing troopers. Yeah, they're not killing clone troopers. They stun them. Yep, and leave them alive. So, do you think what what we're gonna see is a plot where it's not just them getting their freedom from owing anybody? It's them freeing the rest of the clone troopers from the empire. I think that that would be the way for that. I think that I'm hoping that's the well because they're they showing go. that the clone troopers. It was like I loved. I don't know who said it in the show, but maybe it was the Wanda Sykes character who was like. Or, or somebody, they were like, wait, so you were so you were clone soldiers for the Republic who wound up destroying those people to work for the Empire, and now the Empire is replacing you with somebody else now. Yeah. You you were Republic soldiers who replaced the... It was like this whole, like, it, it was kind of mind-blowing because it was like, well, yeah... And they're like cannon fodder now. It's like, send the clones out first and let them get destroyed. Yep. Because we need to get rid of them anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're starting to realize that where, you know, because, you know, clones at the time made sense. And they're also, when you when you look at the timeline and you're like, okay, so we went from clones to A New Hope with Stormtroopers where they weren't, like, we don't know if they were clones or... They just got, and obviously they're the pre, uh, the sequel trilogy where it was just like just hired, you know, they grabbed kids at birth and right. decided like, you know, we gotta we gotta get rid of these clones. They're too like by the book. They're too they age a lot faster, you know, because they well, and not only are they too by well the two by the book is like if we want some moral ambiguity to like do something that isn't really right but gets us where we want to go, they're not going to go along with it because they're letter of the law by the book. Oh, yeah. They're Larry and I think literals. That's what, I think that's what that scene where he's like, sir, I can't falsify an official report. Yep. And the guy's like, you don't have to. I will. And kills him. Yep. Spoiler. Like, that's the big realization, I think, now with the Empire. Is like, that's why they got to get rid of these. They can't make them subservient because they're like, you can't make me subservient. I was made with a purpose, and I'm going to serve that purpose. And anything beyond that, I can't deviate from. Now, Whereas slave kids who are turned into stormtroopers, mm -hmm. it's like, look, either you fucking do this or we'll kill you. And they're like, uh, okay, I don't really have a choice. Either I get to live a little bit longer by doing what you tell me to do, or you're just going to freaking kill me. So I may as well do what you tell me to do and have yeah. the chance of living. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, 
it's really interesting. Like it's it, and you who don't, knew a cartoon would be this deep. <laughs> well, that's what you start to realize with with like Rebels and, and Clone Wars and stuff. When I first, when they first came out, I was like, it's too cartoony. Like yeah. I, I, I'm, I struggle with animated movies a lot. Like I. Right. Even like the DC ones, like the flashpoints and ones where people are like, oh, my God, they're so good. Um, I still, for some reason, I feel like a kid watching a cartoon. Where yeah. I'm like, this doesn't. But, you know, it's, you know, it's been proven a million times that that's not the case. Well, that's why you need to watch Bluey. That's what you did. You like that TikTok? I, I love that. Too. I sent it to my whole family. <laughs> <laughs> you should post that on the Web page. You want, you want to watch some TV? <laughs> Bluey. <laughs> it's got the knife. You want to watch some TV? Bluey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good times. So, yeah, I'm excited to see how that goes. Other than that, I mean, we do have a lot of good. I mean, is there a lot of music? Not really. Okay. No, um, I was a, just going to say a lot of good what? Uh, good stuff coming up. I mean, Your Honor, which I was into when that first came out I with the Cranston. It. it was really good. And I didn't <clears> think it was getting a second season, but apparently it is. Um, okay. That and The Last of Us are two shows oh, that I'm really looking forward to. Did you play that game? Oh, you don't have a PlayStation? No, nope, I'm an Xbox guy. God damn it. I know. Dude, I played The Last of Us and the, I played halfway through The Last of Us 2. Justin will probably be yelling at me about this because he played The Last of Us 2 mm-hmm. all the way through. Um, and in the second game... There's a part where like the story stops being about Ellie and starts being about this other girl, and that's where I stopped playing. Ah, uh, yeah. And I did hear that Yellow Jackets did get a date. Oh, good. I believe it's coming out in, I want to say, March or April. So it's not too far away. There's good TV to be had. You know, like it's, It sucks because you're like, I want it to come fast, but at the same time, you're like, I don't want time to go that fast. Yeah, no. I mean, there's other stuff like, like I said, I'll I'll definitely watch Your Honor. If you get a chance to watch the first season, it was good. It um, wasn't like mind-blowing, but I was surprised at the ending of the second season just because I'm not going to spoil the ending. Um, I was like, oh, that was one and done. I thought it was more of like a Defending Jacob thing where it's like, okay, we're done. That's cool. Yeah, but isn't Defending Jacob getting into the fucking season two? I, from that, what I understand, I don't think so. Okay, good. Maybe not. But yeah, I mean, Last of Us and... Of course, Yellow Jackets and Mandalorian comes out in March, and Jesus it's just yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy. So, yeah, I mean, uh, as far as music news, no, I don't even want to kick that on there. Yeah, so really, the only thing I saw looking through my dis. Governorino is we had talked about Iggy Pop, the the first two songs he put in. Strong yeah. out, Johnny. Did he put out the rest of the album? Rest of the album is out. It's called Every Loser. Um that came out today. I listened to other tracks besides yeah, <laughs> besides the two they released, which are the first two tracks of the album. It's good, man. It's Iggy Pop, man. Like the guy just consistently for decades, 70s, 80s, 90s, it's he just keeps putting out great stuff. And, you know, some of it's kind of weird and trippy and whatever. But, like, this album is more of, it's weird. You get, like, like we saw, and I thought it was smart that they put out those two singles, Frenzy and Strung Out Johnny, because right. Frenzy is very punk rock stooges kind of. Yeah. With the high. with He does, and I, and I totally forgot about this with Iggy Pop, which I love, is that everybody thinks of, like, you know, Gardenia, that that kind of low voice that he does, which he does do in Strung Out Johnny. Right. But he's also got that high, not high pitch, but like that higher register. Yeah. That's more bratty punk, like Stooges stuff. Yeah. Through the album, it it 
and I haven't listened to the complete thing, but I did listen to the majority of it. Um, it was you get a little bit of the the deep voice uh, Iggy Pop, and then you get the bratty freaking punk and it, the eighties kind. It's like a good mix of, and it's not too eclectic where it's just it's it fits in really well. So. I'm psyched. I mean, I'm thinking I think, the higher stuff you're talking about is stuff along the lines of lust for life. Yes, there's lust for life, and then there's candy, candy, candy. You know. I can't let you go. But I forget too, because like even like the early Stooges stuff, he did have that higher register. Wait, it's a little bit like that, like you know, up here. Yeah. But then he, I associate him more with the lower register. Um, but it's got it's got both on there. Um, which I thought was awesome. So if you get a chance to check that album, oh, a little out, something for everybody. Yeah, and then the, the other thing I saw. Um, which it's not, I think you were dead. I really didn't get it. I, I thought they were dead stuff out there. We've decoded um, the intel from the First Order spy. Somehow Palpatine returned. I thought you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> but Palpatine has returned. <laughs> yeah. You know, there was one other single that came out, and I don't know how I feel about it. Uh-oh. Um, it was a cover of the Journey song, Separate Ways. Oh. Uh, but it's done by Daughtry. Mm. And Lizzie Hale from uh, Hailstorm. Yeah, both. I don't um, know Lizzie Hale, so Hailstorm is great. Okay. Um, they're more of a, a rock uh, metal, not metal, but like more of like they're basically. It's like the Ozzy and Lita Ford of butt rock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy and Lita Ford of butt rock. I like that. Don't you remember Close My Eyes Forever? They did the duet. Yeah, they did the duet on this. Set. I didn't think that you could take a Journey song and make it more butt rock. Wow. I, I I'll play it for you. Um, so is that song on the 2023 playlist? Uh, yes, John Alex, it is. Oh, I can't wait. I'll listen to it in the car on the ride home then. Yeah, uh, I definitely, if you listen to it, um, let me know your thoughts. because They're both amazing vocalists. Daughtry, okay. everybody's like, you know, and Daughtry and both bands are butt rock. I mean, they're that I-95 fest, you know, like, because it was funny. I put that single on because I was like, oh, boy, what are you doing to Journey? Like, don't. Don't don't mess with the journey. Like I love journey. Don't do it. And I listened to it, and they made it like go 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 go. They made it heavy. Where like the keyboards, you can kind of hear it, and that's a, a big part of that song. Their voices are amazing. I mean, Daughtry, everybody goofs on him, but he does have a great voice, right? And he's got he does have some jams. Okay. Uh, if you're into that i95 fest, like you know, and I it's, do, it's a nice guilty pleasure every now and then. Oh, me too. Like I said, Mammoth is a huge guilty pleasure of mine. Like they're just they're a great band, but they're that, that it's that sound. You you, I'll play it after we hang up. Hang up. After uh, we get off after the we air. Sign off the air. But and and definitely if you get a chance, then listen to it on our our new playlist for 2023, and let me know your thoughts about it. It's good. But it, it, I was like, how do you make a butt rock song more, more butt, butt rocky? Rock they did. They did. And then after that song played, wow. You know how like they play like all the different songs? Like, oh, you just because listen you to listen to that. Here's some other ones. That's it. That's was a, <laughs> how I found this. No, go ahead. Yeah, it was a plethora of butt rock. Uh-huh. I mean, we're talking three doors down, shine down, uh-huh. uh, alter bridge. I was like, hey, Greg. Yeah, I got you now. Oh my god, I, I, I got sucked into the. Here's algorithm. another suggestion for you, Greg Gilroy. Since you like butt rock, oh god, it was a freaking. Yeah, I, I was just waiting for a Nickelback song to come listen, on. Listen and, to ten butt rock songs, and we'll send you a free tub of boy butter. <laughs> Matchbox Twenty. Oof. What else came on? It was just wow. <laughs> no mammoth. Okay. Though. No mammoth. But give it a listen. Let me know what you think. I will. Um. 
that was really it for the music okay. and stuff. That was that was basically. Box the musician from the big rock band. Now he just looks like a big fat ham. It's time for Greg's music news. So so really quick as it popped into my head, um, so I was thinking what what got me thinking a little bit about the permanent hangover thing before was listening to our song Mall Rats. Yes. And right up until that last part, mm-hmm. where. Where, where it gets a little uh, inappropriate for yep. today's culture. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, I would love to re-record this song and then kind of just keep putting it out there and tagging Kevin Smith in it because they are looking at doing a Mall Rats 2. Yes. And like, ooh, if we could get this song into Mall Rats 2, because that's where I discovered 7-Eleven Nachos yeah. was from Clerks 3. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is this fucking song? It's so good. I say we do it. I say we re-record Mall Rats and... Uh, Send it to him because hey, listen, we came up with that term before the movie came out. All yeah. right, that that we well, wrote that song before the movie came out. So, and um, we came up with the band permanent over before this guy who's out there because uh, we have evidence. Eighty eight, the I'm, origins. I tell the story all the time. People, I was like, we the original name of the band was the Roasted Weenies, <laughs> and we realized that's just too ridiculous to yep. be taken serious. Not that any punk band really is. No, yeah, local punk. But I was like, we were sitting there, and Greg's like, we gotta come up with a different name. What the fuck are we gonna come up? With? I was like, oh fucking, no, I gotta fucking. Was it you had the splitting? One of us had a splitting headache. Yeah, and the other one just went, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Do you have like some sort of permanent hangover over there? <laughs> <laughs> Still to this day, I think one of the best punk names. Oh ever. yeah, and everybody and- who I tell it to is like, that's a fucking awesome name. They're like I should start a punk band. What would it be called? And I just give them like the old ones, like, eh, piss for distance. Yeah. Shit for accuracy. Sweatpants boners. <laughs> Sweatpants boners. And, and the name of the album being Wesson Party. Yes. Everybody's like, what do you mean? What's a Wesson Party? I was like, well. It's like, got Wessonality. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, a Wesson Party was a orgy where you put tarps down and everybody coats themselves in Wesson oil and just goes to town. Who knows? If I ever find the guys from Moist Chicken, we'll do a reunion tour. <laughs> Moist Chicken. But, I told you about Moist Chicken. But I think that's something we could, we could change the lyrics to all those songs. Make them more, well, most of them, more appropriate. At least mall rats. Oh, yeah. Make that. Because that one last thing in that song that's like not appropriate in today's climate yeah. could be easily. Well, half those songs we can't. I mean, no, none I think. Of, the only ones we could do is probably Ode to George Carlin. Yeah. Ratchet, batchet, dirty old plot. 69 yeah. assholes tied in a knot. Hooray, lizard shit. Fuck. Um, and DWI. Yeah. See drink, see dick drive, see dick die. Don't be a dick. Yeah. I mean, those would those would we probably totally could get away SOD with prep, you could probably get away with preppy bitch. Well, preppy bitch, I did right. Well, because you redid it. Yeah, I mean, that's when you can get away with DWI and write. Hey, write a couple of new punk songs and just see, have fun with it. Of course, I've been dying to record music again. The yeah. only music I can get away with singing because I'm so bad is punk. Yeah, why not? It's fun. Scream into a mic. Exactly. Exactly. So, we'll work on it. You know, so what GBR. do we got coming up that we want to promote? No, I mean, we do have the Sack of Sins showcase coming up on March 11th at the Loft in Poughkeepsie. Line up to be announced soon. Um, we can say that Critically Shamed, obviously, is going to be there. Uh, Breach the Blue Alien Mystic, Breach the Asylum, Moonlight Initiative, no, I mean, um, some other people on the roster. So March 11th. Yes. Uh, Blue Alley Mystic. Preach his side. Yep. So please, guys, keep your eyes out for that. And give those bands a listen, too, because I'm 
can I prom- can I I would also like to promote I saw it on the Saka Sensei. Yep. Um Breach the Asylum will be filming their new music video. But it does look like they're setting up for a really nice serious video. So please guys keep your eyes Waiting out for that and give those bands a listen too cuz I'm I'm really excited about this video. I was excited about Barry's videos that he did. Mm-hmm. So it's always nice to see well-produced content. And he, this is the point of second yeah, we got to using Eric um, and his studio the, uh, to record the, the video. There because Waiting 9, you know, it was Wait, great yes. connecting with him. Eric upped his game show, is now and we not just audio. Bats, he has like, created we didn't even video it. We just like, what production the hell are you doing? What the hell are you doing here? You know? to his business. But for both shows, we never planned it. So to get him involved with the shoot with that. And that's that's basically what Sakasin is is all about. It's just... Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely keep it. Yeah. Go to sackasin.com. Check out uh, the roster we can get page. Him in there and also follow us on the Facebook the group. We're always, you know, people and are posting put stuff in there out online. about what they're up to. I don't know that we'd be able to live uh, releases that show. are coming out. But anyway, we can uh, workshop the that showcase later. should yeah. be in March 11th. We'll but check those guys out. Train on that soon. Once we get the lineup finalized and. I got to talk to my buddy Vern um, and figure out all that stuff. So, um, yeah, definitely be on the lookout, man. I mean, 2023 right now, uh, not only is it stacked with movies and TV and and it's going to be music and local music. And if you want to get involved, sackofsin.com, click on the Get Involved page, fill out your information. Even if you don't have a band or anything like that, if you just want to get involved, click in there. We're always looking for merch people, uh, street teams. Stuff like that. Um, it's growing too, and we're starting to see it. We're starting to see it in the in the, the podcast numbers, and then also on some of the uh, other bands and stuff. Because what we really try to push with this is that there's no reason why one band on here has got five followers and this band's got a hundred thousand followers. Like you gotta share the wealth and move everything around so everybody gets a piece, and like we all start to generate good content. You know. Barry used, you know, uh, Barry used Helene, the guitar player in our band, Critically right. Shame, for the artwork of his new single. Breach the Asylum is using Barry's, the, and they're using Waiting Nine Studios to shoot it. So that's what basically it's all about. We're not sitting here, the two of us, raking in cash, going yeah, like Scrooge McDuck, be like, <laughs> Eric. And Barry's wife and That's Barry's right. connections. That's to right. Do so their get video. yourself a gold toilet like Donald Trump and uh, take the shit out of here because I think we're done. Well, if I was raking in cash, I'd have that fucking guy back.